0: GoPro, think of my GoPro. we you move too slow. Think of my say so. Hey. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Real flashy, think I'm insane. 40 on the spot. K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No. Taking just like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. we you move too slow. Think of my say so. Hey. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain. Real flashy, think I'm insane. 40 on the spot. K on the dot, now they're begging me to stop. No. no. Don't need no alpha fast to fly.
1: Alright, welcome back to the Sticks and Bones Running Podcast. This week on the show, we've got a special guest uh, from the UK, but uh, based in Uganda for a bit now, um, Jake Lamb-Smith. How are you, Jake?
2: Yeah, I'm really good, thank you. I'm looking forward to this call, because it gets, um, apart from seeing the boys every day, I I just see the same faces, so it's quite nice to talk to some other people.
1: Yeah. (laughs) cool how many how many of you are up there training
2: uh so and there's like six of us in uganda but global sports has like this this own camp so There's like a lot of juniors part of it um yeah it, it's getting amazing some runs you just like it's like in kenya you meet them you meet 120 locals like on a monday wednesday friday and they call it monday wednesday friday school so yeah it's just amazing
1: that's pretty cool school yeah. <laughs> um yeah should we just get into things and uh Mackie you ask the first questions
3: yeah uh would you like to just give a basic introduction of yourself maybe share some pbs you know what your favorite events are for the listeners yeah
2: sure um so my name is Jake Liam Smith I am a long distance runner I've run um my PB, well, for the half marathon is 60.31 and I've run a 2.11 for the marathon where I was, I was supposedly supposed to just pace, but carried on in the race and yeah, ran an Olympic time. So yeah, I'm trying to work on my speed over the shorter stuff so I can essentially in the future when I go up to the Olympics for the marathon, try and stay with these guys like you when he makes their break. So that's the aim.
1: Yeah, pretty, pretty good goal there. Like, um. Because you, you're doing a half marathon coming up, the Gent half marathon?
2: Yes. Yeah, it's been, it, um, less than a month's time now.
1: Yeah. Is, there, is that a pretty stacked field?
2: Um, yeah, so there's a couple There's a couple of guys, um, a few guys from here. So that we have a couple of paces, NN is sending us some paces. And um, another guy called Victor, he's racing as well, he's running 59 low. Uh, Bashir Abdi, because I paced him when he ran the European marathon record. Gone touch with my agent and literally said, "Okay, get your get your boy here." So he'll be in it as well. So it's gonna be, and there's another guy going for um, another guy going for sub 60, and potentially Phil Sessman and Emil Kress from the UK. Emil ran 27:45 in Valencia for 10K just recently. So hopefully they're doing it as well. So it should be a really good group going for a solid time.
1: Yeah, that should be a pretty stacked race. Um, Isaac, you want to talk about training?
4: Yeah, so we're just wondering a bit about how your training is going, if things have changed at all since you've moved over to Uganda and joined a new squad.
2: Yeah, so the training up here in Uganda is tough. You might see on my Strava like, covering, like, hundreds, hundred 110 miles, but it's about eight to 10,000 foot of climb every week. And it's it's the great thing is it's all on trails. So if you can run on the fast on the trails up here, um, you're going to fly on the roads. And that's why I found it's like I just feel so much stronger on the roads. When we go down to do a, a tempo session on the road, um, the tracks here are tough. There's this there's these two tracks. There's one on this grass bank, and I'm climbing 300 foot in a 10k session, and uh, that's where like check guy trains on the whole time. And there's this dirt track with poles in the way stones everywhere so yeah this i'm looking forward to going onto a normal track i've missed it quite a lot but yeah the training is so different and um it's just tough like even on the easy runs like yes it should be it they're like a lot slower that's what i found as well in uganda like they properly recover at a slow pace so um it's good but some of the hills here just enormous i've never seen hills like this before
1: yeah you mentioned uh you're training with people like chepty guy and stuff who Who are some other of the big dogs that you're training with
2: um so this guy called he's called kisa he ran he's run 58 50 for the half marathon another guy called victor who's run 59 20. there's um two juniors one of them is called rogers he ran so he's just 18, 18 to 20 years old or something or maybe 18 and he came eleventh for the Great Ethiopian Run. He ran twenty-eight eleven at two thousand five hundred meters of altitude Jeez. for ten k. He's, he's a junior. He's and 18. then you have this, yeah, and you have this other guy called Abba, who's gone to the last two World Champs for steeple and ran twenty-seven thirty for ten k. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a crazy, crazy, crazy group.
1: And you and you're keeping up with him. Have you dropped Chat the guy?
2: Oh, there. Honestly, I've I can't say some of the splits or anything, but he's he's gonna run he's gonna run crazy times this year, like crazy crazy times. <laughs>
1: Isaac, right. um, um want to speak about like races other than the Gent Half coming up?
4: Me? Well, <laughs>
2: is, there, is there any other races? Um, wanna... so, uh, so. Apart from getting half, like, it's going to just be focused on the 10,000 metres.
1: And will you aim for, uh, like, Com games, world champs?
2: Uh, I really want to run that Olympic, the world champs time, so 27, 28, that's the aim. Um, there's talk of, uh, I'm not too sure, like, after half marathon, I'm going to come back up to altitude. Maybe Uganda, I might come back, and, or somewhere in america but i am in love with the country here so yeah that's all in for the 27 28 and might do a race out in america um but the british trials are quite early on in may so i will have to make sure i do them as well so it just depends which race i want to do i might even go to do the ethiopian 10k trials in Hengelo, see if just see what it's like there so yeah, it's a lot of talk, but I think also in the summer I just want to get my legs. So do some fifteen hundreds and three ks, five ks. Just have a dab of them. But yeah, it's just focus on the ten k.
1: That's perfect. Would you would you do both the World Champs and the Com Games?
2: Uh, it depends. Like I think England are being a bit funny about how many people they can set. They're sending for some odd reason. So it just depends who wants to do it because the um you look for the depth now. You have Mark Scott, Paddy Deva. Oh, yeah. um some of those guys uh, charles hicks as well um so they can all run crazy crazy times and emil emil Caress, so it's gonna be interesting
1: yeah i remember um yeah uh, british athletics was a bit uh weird with when charlotte wanted to go to the olympics um yeah that was
2: yeah i was speaking to her about it and it's just that it, you almost feel a bit bad for her but like, at the end, like, it was British had early choice, and I think they, they made the wrong choice because you saw what she ran in London. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't really want to go into because I don't, I don't yeah. know too much about it.
1: Yeah, no worries. Um, so we were
4: just wondering how and when you started running because everyone has different journeys over here in Australia. We have um Little Athletics, which is, like, a program for juniors. We were wondering if you had anything like that or if you did school running to get into it
2: um so i grew up in hong kong so i lived there for 14 years and when i was out there i played like football rugby hockey all the sports and i didn't concentrate on running like i was crap at running my parents took me out so i just joined i just joined my like school cross country and did that every couple of days like every few times a week went for runs with my parents um and then i started to get into it a bit more when i was uh, doing a bit better in cross country in, uh, for um in hong kong but i still played football, rugby, because I think it just builds your base so much without even realising, plus there's such a good social aspect to playing team sports. And then I think I really knocked the football and rugby off the heads when I came to England and you look size me and I was up against like these absolutely 100, 110 kilo 16 year old boys. And I was like, I think I lost like five minutes. I was like, now nah, get me off. I'm running now. So, um, yeah. It just it like, I think it is when I first came to England. I still played a bit of football for such a crap club, but it was just good fun just on a Saturday. Um, but yeah, I think it was when I just saw the size of some of these guys. I was like, no, nah, I can't do anything else.
3: <laughs> How old yeah. were you when you went o- over to England?
2: So I was f- 15, 14, 15 or 16, one of them. So yeah, I was born in Bermuda. I lived in Hong Kong for 14 years and then came to the uk
1: and then once you like decided to stick with running like was it like instant like you just started getting good all of a sudden
2: um so before university i was doing quite a lot of triathlon triathlon training but i picked up two stress fractures because i think i had like a food eating problem as well so i had to see people about it um and i think i just was overdoing it so much so i wasn't following a plan and then, Mike. Uh, when I first came to university, I got in touch with the coach here, who I'm still with, and he then just helped me. He set a plan, and I've literally followed the same. Well, apart from being in Uganda now, but I've just followed the exact same plan for the last four years, and I've just improved my times.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. Like you say, you're with your, the still with the same coach from Cardiff. That's right. Yes, there's not like yes, a, James a D.
2: there's
1: not like a, another NN coach that's. Like um Patrick Sang, for example, or something like that.
2: So right now I'm um I'm following the same plan. Well, I'm getting coached by Addy up here. He's called Addy. So he's Czech guys coach, so he's he has six world records under his name, however many gold and silver medals. So it's quite good. I have um in it, I'm, thinking I'm gonna have some help off him and James, so it's not a too a bad relationship with those two now. Yeah,
3: cool. sounds pretty perfect what would you say your best like your top three running achievements would be so far in your career
2: i think i think world's half is number one when i came 18th and i'm 60 31. uh i think the marathon when i tried to 11 was just funny it was just quite a good just a joke really and i genuinely think like one of one of my best ever things like it will be a session or probably actually probably getting into the cross country team for Euros for the seniors because I hate cross. I can't run on the mud at all. I'm not. I'm not good at the mud. And the fact I got into a senior GB team was crazy.
1: Yeah. And how how was that Euro experience?
2: Oh, it was it, it, the loudest race I've ever been. The Irish are absolute mental, and yeah. Um, it was it was such a good Great race, but it was like I think a lot of it, when you look at the um off the depth of our team. GB, we were like mostly like track runners, like yeah, Jack Rowe, Andrew Butcher, Will um So when we were there, and it was muddy. We were just like, no, nah, we can't. No, we're not a fan of this. So yeah, you yeah, still did it's unreal.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, you still you still did awesome to place thirty second in Europe.
2: Yeah, yeah. It was it was a really close race.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, thirty second. Yeah, yeah, I came thirty seconds.
1: Yeah did not research <laughs> <laughs> um so growing up um as a kid in britain um who would you say would like be like top idol? like your idols would be like was it like mo farrow or who were you, who were your idols growing up
2: um i think like i look at like the kelly and stuff like it was he, he's like you look at the him and stuff like that and i think but now i think when i'm like running with the guys at the camp it's it's most of them like they are such down-to-earth people you almost at first when i was like oh i'm training josh you, you almost get nerves and stuff like that but he's like he's such a nice guy he takes piss out of me i take him <laughs> we just have a close relationship uh, and they're they're very they're a very very cool bunch so it's really really good fun
1: yeah so it's pretty 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 cool experience having there does he do the uh, silverback gorilla dancer training? You know, when he, like, crosses... <laughs> it.
2: Nah, I haven't seen that yet. I might ask him to, but I was trying to... Do, like, I do that in races, yeah. so I taught him to do that. So, hopefully, he does, does that, like, for a world record or something. <laughs> <laughs> That'd
1: be pretty funny. <laughs>
2: right.
4: going to get into some more, like, personal questions about your career and um, just kind of get into your thoughts a bit um on how you view running and stuff. um, So... Maggie, do you want to ask the first question?
3: Yep. All right. So what influenced you to choose to run the half and full marathon, like from a kind of younger age instead of going for the track career at the start of your career like many athletes do?
2: Yeah, so so I, I didn't really, because when I was living in Hong Kong, they didn't have, like, um like, you know, in England, basically, when you get to a senior level, the, far, the furthest you can run on the track is 3K. And so in Hong Kong, it's so different, like they don't follow any of that. Like when you're young, they just throw you into the deep end. You either do sprinting or long distance. There's no in between. So that's what I've missed. And that's what I'm trying to improve on now up here. It's it's tough because I've missed so many years of like speed work um, because I've just been grown up Like I didn't. I genuinely didn't know when I before I came to England that you had to focus on the shorter stuff when you were younger. Um, So, for example, I won a local 10K race when I was 15 and you had to be 16 to do it like it, it was stuff like that like they didn't like I just grew up in that um it was just a completely different lifestyle so when then when I came to UK and I was like I had no speed I was like what the hell is going on like why are these guys so much quicker than me so that's what uh, I'm trying to improve on now so I've like I feel like I've missed quite a few years and of course it's helped me in the long run for the longer distances because that's one I want to focus on but it's like almost a bit annoying because you look at some of these guys who are so quick and that's what I've missed for the last few years because I I just didn't grow up in that like didn't grow up in that routine. Yeah.
1: I suppose a positive out of that is like you're in your aerobic um your like aerobic system is so much stronger than most other like (laughs) three year olds are like, yeah. So Yeah hopefully hopefully. yeah yeah. Um so another question. Um from, like, saying, like, I don't know, Sweat Elite videos and, like, other YouTube videos and your Strava, what do you uh, reckon has been your most impressive and your favourite session you've done? Um, I,
2: know
1: you've done some, I know you've done some big ones, and I know you did that 28 flat 10K time trial in COVID. Like yeah, that,
2: that That was COVID, so I just had some of the boys pacing me, so that was crazy. was crazy. But That's crazy. I think that the greatest ever session I've done but the stupidest was I, so I literally on the Sunday I raced the 5k Diamond League in Gateshead then on the Wednesday I got given a kilometre on kilometre off on the track, so for 10 miles and I ran the 10 miles in 46.24 which which it was like it was a four faster time in British history and I ran it was 240 2.42, 2.42, 2.43s for the ons and 3.02s for the offs Jeez.
3: and Jeez. Then,
2: I couldn't walk for like the day after but then <laughs> it was stupid because nine days later I had the British 10k trials which I didn't finish so I think that may have played a part because i had a lot of race, race to race stuff early yeah I raced my race because I was in crazy shape but after I did that and I was like very happy but I was like oh crap, I've done this way too late. Yeah.
1: You fart like your way to a uh, number four all time. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, one of the hardest parts about being a runner um, is obviously trying to balance your nutrition and make sure that you're fueling and refueling well. So what is your nutrition like in life? And then when you're in the big sense of training, how does that change?
2: So I'm a massive fan of like Nutella, peanut butter, jam <sighs> and stuff like that. So... I absolutely go devour these. I've been, I, I, the thing is in Uganda, I've never been so healthy in my life. Like I'm having like sandwiches, <laughs> salads, because the food is so fresh. So I've yeah. lost quite, quite a few, I've lost quite a lot of weight here, but I think it's because the f- fruit is so fresh and trying Ugali. Ugali's nice. Um, there's no real like sweet, sweetness. So it's quite tough. But yeah, I have a lot of, um, when I'm back in the UK, a lot of Nutella and stuff like that. So it's, it's good fun. Then on a Sunday I have this thing called Ice Cream Sunday where I go through about two tubs of ice cream and just just devour wow. it also. Just just love it.
4: Did I you favorite. bring any food over with you to Uganda? Like Nutella Biscoff spread.
2: Yeah, I brought Nutella and peanut butter, but they've gone. But I've now found some other chocolate spread here, so I'm alright. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right. um Well um wait, like why you're
1: in Uganda and you're like saying like all the food's so fresh. You, do you guys like obviously there's like no real supermarkets out there so like mm. um so Eddie like do you just go to like the local fresh markets to get like your meat and veggies
2: I'm quite lucky so while I'm staying there's the restaurant so I just go to it because I don't have a kitchen or anything yeah um, so the next time I come I might be um going into somewhere else where I have a kitchen but basically like every day like this is shows you how fresh it is like this random guy from town just comes with three dead chickens and just gives them to them, like just (laughs) dead chickens. So that's what they cook. and So um, I found some, the only thing is I'm being a bit careful with some of the meat out here because I just don't know how it's cooked. So like, like sometimes I've had some meat and I've like really had a, haven't had a bad stomach the day after. So I'm literally just staying with either like just going veg for a day or chicken for a day because I don't want to risk like take anything yeah. else because at the end they don't really know how they're cooking it they they cook completely different to the uk so yeah. but i've now found the uh, found some good meals
1: no mcdonald's
2: yeah <laughs> know mcdonald's don't tell <laughs> me so. i'm missing all that stuff <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right um many runners um in like the uk and australia have choose to go over to the us to kind of competing in the NCAA. Was that ever on the cards for you? Uh,
2: not, at first I was, there was like a brief moment where I was thinking about it, but I got told uh, who I live with, my best mate, we still live together. And he told me when we both ran for GB for mountain running as a junior about this coach. And I think, because a lot of people from Britain normally go to America in, for their masters. And because I was just running really well and enjoying living in Cardiff, I thought there's no real point so it just changed my life, and I think a lot of people, a lot of Brits have actually come, haven't come back from America very well, there's only a handful who've done very well, whereas a lot of, a lot of people have been broken from it because of the training, so I'm quite happy that I haven't gone over.
1: Yeah, I actually listened to an interview last night, um, from Kelly Hodgins Hodgins Hodgkinson, yeah, um, she said the exact same thing, like, uh, yeah, not all, it's not always they come back, Better than ever sometimes no. back broken and stuff like that
2: no exactly so it's just a case of just getting with it like i know what works for me so hopefully you gonna work for me so i keep coming back here
1: yeah <laughs> that's a, that's a lot better than the NCAA training with joshua guy. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah with training with the nn running team like that's obviously like a dream come true kind of thing like running with some of the best runners in history just like do you want to go into a little bit more depth on, like, yeah, you, your experience so far?
2: Oh, it's, it's crazy. It's honestly insane. Like, every run you do, you're just in. So, tonight, for example, I'm going up with a couple of them and we go up to a forest. So, we take a boda boda, which is a motorbike. And there's like four of us on this boda boda, so it should not be allowed. But <laughs> we're going up to about 2,800 meters of altitude, just running through this forest, like, not caring in the world, You're just running over these tweaks and stuff like just a recovery run. So it, it's 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 insane. And like, even when I'm just running with the locals on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, like I've got so many new Ugandan guys on WhatsApp and stuff. And all of them that like, for example, I ran with Jacob Kiglimo the other day. He's he's a really nice guy. I did strides with him, so I'm running with him every week. Um, Running with Paralympians, running guys who went to the fifth for the fifteen hundred. So everywhere you look, there's an Olympian. It's crazy.
1: Jo- Jacob mate. Does he not train yeah, with? Yeah, he's. He don't train with no,
2: he Doesn't. He has a different coach, but we um. So on like a Monday, it's it's the same thing. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, six thirty a.m. on a random dirt track. One hundred and fifty people meet, and there's Joshua Cheptegeka and Kip Lemo just there, just running with the locals.
1: Yeah, that's pretty insane. sick and does Hayden just yeah. live down the road or something
2: yeah he lives down the road so it's crazy so Chet's guy he has a really big house on the top of the hill but he stays in the camp and the camp is very like very basic like it's like a two by three by three two by two meter room um there's only like a little cooking facility there's two tiny toilets but it's just a hole and that's where Chet's guy stays for a week so you're just like he has a gold medal, a silver medal. He's a world record holder, and he's just staying in this little camp for a week, no Wi-Fi or anything. So it's insane. That's how you have to do it.
1: That's it's like that just shows you don't need all the fancy stuff to be good. <laughs> yeah, I know. Rich, so rich
4: coming from you, Joel. Seeing as you at the <laughs> Nike store today, just. I
1: went to the. I went to the Nike outlet store and I uh, stocked up on some Pegasus, and these are. Uh, the bright pink Aerowith shorts. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 very nice. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, we'll get into some. Oh wait, Isaac, yeah. Yeah, we'll got... get into
4: some like quicker yeah. questions now, just um, kind of short answer ones. So, starting off with, what's your favorite running shoe?
2: Oh, I love the um, well, the Vaporfly, just 'cause it's it's just so easy and it's um, really good. You just get a good bounce from it, but the old one, not the next cent two, the old edition. I wish they brought out the green and pink one. Silver, they don't do that anymore. Mm. But the four percent but and the um, invincible. I think the invincible is such a good minor shoe as well.
1: What's your favorite food? We're like we're going like quick.
2: ah uh, salmon rice.
1: Salmon rice.
3: Dogs or cats?
2: Dogs.
4: Tea or coffee?
2: i don't like both but i'll say ugandan uh you get
3: african <laughs> tea it's all right
1: track or road oh road
3: Anything. one arm sleeve both arm sleeves or no arm sleeves
2: Ooh, both arm sleeves yeah
4: S- splits or
1: half tights splits pasta a night before a race or no
2: pa- yep, yeah, pasta before a race
3: yeah coros or garmin
2: course, I have to say that now because I'm sponsored by them so <laughs> chorus. <course.
4: laughs> Favourite running group apart from NN, like growing up, you know, who'd you look up to?
2: So I didn't really like know know too many. Um, I don't know how to answer. Maybe just the the group I have in back in Cardiff, I looked up to them, so I was good.
1: Nice. iPhone or Android?
2: iPhone.
3: Favourite Premier League team?
2: No, I'm a Reading fan, so we're in the Championship. We uh, are absolutely crap. But, yeah. <laughs> probably going to get relegated this year, but, yeah.
3: That's unfortunate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. These questions are just, like, a bit random, a bit all over the shop. Um, um, yeah, I just... You know,
2: j- just going back to the favourite running group, one group I absolutely love right now is the um, Gregson, McSwain...
3: Oh, oh, MTC. No, I, I Genuinely, every morning, I look at their
2: starboard and I'm just looking at it. Like I love their group. They train yeah, I, like I train 10 minutes from my house. Because <laughs> um, Oh, really?
4: Yeah, yeah, I live in Melbourne, so right near them.
2: Very nice. I was up I know at a shot out there. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, she's down here, I think.
1: I was up at Falls Creek with Isaac. Isaac was there for a little bit. Um, yeah, they were there for like a month. Uh, well, I me and my mates are there up like it's like Australian altitude, it's like one thousand six
4: hundred I think. Yeah, I think okay. 600 meters. Yeah. Nothing. So more
1: they, were for, they were there for a month, so it's pretty cool. That's uh, sick.
2: Yeah, I love I love looking at training. Yeah. And
1: they're like like I feel like there's not heaps of pros that go on Strava, it's just like kinda MTC you, mm. um ship the guy when he does a world record. Um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh yeah but these questions are like a little bit random um where did the bleached hair go
3: uh,
2: um yeah i might do it again i've got i go through some weird weird hairstyles. so like for example have you seen peaky blinders yeah so i've gone through like arthur shelby tommy shelby um <laughs> i've gone pink hair i've gone silver hair gone yellow hair Looks like M&M for some reason, and uh, <laughs> gone bold. So yeah, if there's another hairstyle, I actually love it. I love putting like lines from my hair for some weird reasons. So
0: yeah, <laughs> surely Girl give the mullet. mullet
4: a try.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: First British athlete with a mullet. <laughs> That'd
3: be pretty funny. Um. Right. Oh um. Wh- why do you like um mixing and matching the colors of shoes <laughs> like what's like rather than you know um, keep it the same so so i
2: first did like wrote on the shoes and i thought i created it because it was like like colorful shoes and then the everyone took the piss out of me because they thought i followed keely Hodgkinson in the when she came second <laughs> in the olympics but i promise I, I didn't i didn't <laughs> copy her but um oh, i just the thing is with running because it's such a like individual sport you just want to make have some fun of it like there's no point going into a race like absolutely like so nervous or anything it's just a bit of fun so i get my girlfriend to draw just random things on my shoes and ask instagram what pair should i wear it's just a bit more fun and it just mixes it up and it just gets your head in a different zone like you're not too stressed about the race before it so it's just good fun
1: have you ever gone um the next percent ones and next percent twos
2: no, I haven't. But I don't think I would like that. Just no. because they 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 sit on your feet a bit different. But maybe one day. Yeah.
4: Now you've done 21 park runs, and your official PB is 14:48. So when are you planning on updating that a bit?
2: uh it depends. I've asked some people have asked me to like um go for the world record, but it depends. Depends if it's like there's a really fast one bit by me, but it's on the sea, it's on the coastline, so it like if it if it's windy you're screwed. But mm. there's bushy as well, but bushy only is fast really in the summer. So if there's a fast Australian one and I come down to Australia, maybe I'll do that one.
1: One of the the women's world record for parkrun got broken right near my house. So
2: yeah.
1: come run that, run that cool bus.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I might give it a
2: go.
1: Yeah. Um, should we get into some listener questions?
4: Yeah, let's go for
1: it. Isaac, do it to kick us off.
4: So the first listener question is from Nick Chambers, and he asks, "Who is your favourite Australian runner?"
2: Ooh. I think I love um, Brett Robinson. Because I paced him in London. I think I think I paced he's the half marathon marathon boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, I paced him, yeah, pace him in London. Um and he was in crazy form on that day and he was looking so easy. And he like he messaged me after race saying, Oh thank you. But he pulled up see I know he's had some stomach issues in the past. So but he was like, even at, when we went through halfway, he was talking to me through twenty five K and then when I dropped out, I think he I think it just wasn't a very good day. I mean, Kipchoge didn't do too well or anything like that. But, yeah, I love seeing how he's doing. So he's my favourite.
1: All right. That's a good question from Nick. Um, so my old training partner, Logan Campbell, asks, thoughts on mileage, intensity, and cross-training junior athletes. And what do you do yourself? Because I know you do a lot of cross-training yourself.
2: So my my big thing is when... Juniors talk to me. Um, I'm like, do not be good when you're young. Like I don't. Like I see some of these under twenties and stuff breaking records. I'm like, at the end of the day, I don't care. Like, yeah. um, it, it's harsh as that is. Like, there have been, so, especially in the UK, there have been so many young girls, and there's a couple of coaches who train them so hard when they're young, and they just blow up, and they can't run when they're older. And where, with young athletes, when they ask me, oh, how many miles should I be running? I'm like. You just focus on the other if you're playing other sports, just play the sports as well. Go for a couple of runs uh, a couple of times a week, just enjoy it. But it's the fact that running is such an individualized sport, you don't want to miss that social aspect you get from the other sports. Um, so yeah, there's it depends on the athlete how many miles they do, and I can't tell them because I'm not like an affiliated coach. But all I would say is don't like, don't be good when you're young. Like when I was at school, up to set, um. 18 years old, I was 30 seconds off the 3k standard just to get to English schools. Um, so I was that far off. So I was but I, I was just enjoying the other sports. So yeah, my big takeaways don't don't be very good when you're like 25 to 35. That's where I'll stay, start taking like uh, keeping an eye out. But until then, it's just enjoy it really.
1: Yeah.
3: That's, what that's was pretty- that um, 3k standard for the English school schools?
2: Yeah, so for the senior men, it's eight thirty-one, I think, for to run when you're sixteen,
3: no, sixteen
2: to eighteen. So I was still on nine flat, I think. So yeah, I, it was um, a big chunk had to take off.
1: Yeah, and what do you, what do you put to that? Like, how do you reckon you've improved? Do you reckon it's from like, would you say like threshold training and like more mileage have got you through that, or?
2: I think it's just consistency, like. At the end of the day, I know a lot of people who could do, I I would rather do three months of good training, hit 80, 90% of um, like intensity, than someone who does two weeks of training and does like, okay, they run PBs in that session, but then doesn't run the week after. At the end of the day, it's just consistency. So that's why I followed the exact same plan. I've been quite lucky with injuries, Um, but apart from that, it's just following the same plan Getting the sessions done and that's how you improve.
3: Alright, right. um next listener question. Joe oh I know we basically just covered that. Um Cam Brooks asks, Do you like running up the hills in Uganda or are they too brutal?
2: <laughs> oh honestly, some of them are absolutely horrendous. Like they're they're, they're, they're no, some of them aren't hills i uh, like i don't eat, i can't even say what they are uh, it, it almost gives you nightmares like some of these hills like you are literally walking up them and your heart rate's 160, 170. <laughs> um but yeah i'm i'm feeling a lot stronger like for just for like just put into consideration like i went for a bike ride on the same loop yesterday and i was two kilometers an hour faster than what i was two three weeks ago and i did an extra 10 11k on the same loop and i just felt so much stronger on the, on the hills and I know that's like running biking's different but it's a fact I've now gained more power in my legs because of these hills I'm getting used to it so it's just little things like that which you just take into consideration and quite happy about.
4: Next question comes from 6213 half marathoner Australian Tom Decano he asked what was harder your 10,000 meter PB or the 10,000 calorie challenge? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um uh, the ten
3: thousand
2: calorie challenge absolutely killed me um
1: that
3: was funny i,
2: I think I, i'd put on like because i trained in the morning and i start I, I i was in a hellhole i was so bad like so so bad i was on the sofa i threw up so much afterwards as well i was so <laughs> sick um i might give another go but the thing i screwed up was honestly subway like in terms of calories, it's not that many, and but it's so bulky because like, of the veg. So I should have just gone with donuts, chocolate the whole time. But if I do it again, uh, I need to rethink about what to do.
1: Did you do that on a Sunday? Sorry? Did you do that on a Sunday?
3: No,
2: nah, basically, we did it. Um, my mate and I had COVID over Christmas, so we missed all the Christmas celebrations. So it was just me and him in the house, and I just picked a random day and was like, screw it. We can't yeah. go out. Let's just order food in, and we gave it a go.
1: Yeah, I didn't know you had COVID. What's your return like, Ben? Because I've I've had COVID like around Christmas time. So
2: yeah, so it was completely my fault because I went out like after Dublin got absolutely pissed in Dublin, and then the night after went for a Christmas party, <laughs> and so we ran out quite a lot. And I was about to go home, and then did a little flow. Me and my mate. um both tested positive my girlfriend who was with me the whole night and everything tested negative so we went PCRs me and K- um Karen tested positive so i was quite lucky because i took 5 days off beforehand just cuz of i was just knackered and from the training and um i said to her, like my coaches that i i didn't get any symptoms or anything i think the only symptom i got was being hungover one day um <laughs> but I think that's when. Quite- <laughs> but I the good thing was I have like with the chorus, the garmin stuff, you can like I know it's not hundred percent accurate, but you can like look at your heart rate during the night. So I was just basing off that. and if it was essentially at a good at a normal rate, I would train, but I had to train like like literally because we weren't allowed out. I followed the rules. I was just run on the treadmill, so I just literally just went to heart rate and made sure it was in my easy zone the whole time and just did that for a week. And it, it essentially, I did like two weeks, like a five days completely off and just a week of easy, easy running in an easy zone. So I think actually COVID's actually helped me quite a bit. <laughs> that's
1: that's good. I feel like it's taken me like, I don't know, four to six weeks to kind of get back in my groove of like... Oh, really? It, yeah, like I did 800, like, oh, I don't know, like four weeks maybe coming up from COVID and my lungs like were burnt after that and I was like... It's like I know, never felt that before, but now I'm starting to yes. feel little good. good session on Wednesday, Some people so just,
2: uh, that's good. Yeah. Some people just like it depends how how you get it and how how you feel after it because pe- like I didn't have any symptoms. Um, Kieran had a couple, and like you said, like a lot of people have really struggled from it.
1: Yeah, I know a few of the um, MTC Melbourne Track Club people have got in it. That's me. That's why Brett. That's Brett Robinson didn't do the uh, Australian Ten K champ. Oh,
3: wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah. And our final listener question. Um, this he's a young gun. He's a year younger than us, so he's, he's turning sixteen this year. Cameron Myers from Canberra. He ran three forty eight like last week for fifteen hundred. Um he said, When did you start running? and Oh, you've kinda answered this. And when did you decide to take it seriously?
2: I started running, I think, when I was... My parents used to take me over the hills every couple and then, like, back in Hong Kong, but um, they then, like, when I was, like, 14, 15, but, like I said, I played all the other sports. Yeah. So I was just doing it almost part-time.
1: Yeah. Kind of a good way to get into it. Anyway, that's that's the questions over. Um, to finish it up, we get our guest to sign off with something brief, tell the viewers, like, a quote, a joke, or something inspirational. Um So, what do you want to finish it, finish it up on?
2: Oh, I think maybe just like um, I like I like the idea. Of consistency is key. I think that's I think that's the big thing. Like you just like at the end of the day, you don't want to kill yourself in sessions. I, I've now found that because I mean I told you about the ten mile thing I did for ten k, so. <laughs> You just want to keep get, um, going over it and when you're young don't be good that's my big thing when you're young don't be good easy you'll for be, me. you'll be, you'll get yeah you'll be <laughs> <say> that. You'll <laughs> get better when you're older <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter just enjoy it now it doesn't matter what you run now like oh, i still think i'm too young so and i'm 23 so that, that's our oh, one when i'm 28 30 that's where it matters
1: sub 2 in the marathon 28.
2: <laughs> maybe we'll see we'll see <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyway, Jake, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it.
2: No, up to you. I've loved
1: it.
0: Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Cheers for listening. Um, <laughs> yep. yep. No thanks for listening. No, hey, no, like a GoPro. Think of my GoPro. Bro, you too slow. Think of my say so. Hey. Now I'm fast like Stuart McSwain When real fast, you think I'm insane. 40 on the spot, 1k on the dot. Now they're begging me to stop. No.